Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's been a while, but we're back with the worst damn sports show period. Talking NFL playoffs, talking Rockies baseball, and more. It's the worst damn sports show period. Setting the bar low for sports talk in Denver. Sorry. And we're back. I'm Steve Burrell. That is Beardo. Hello. That is Dubs. That's me. We are the Worst Damn Sports Show, period. Follow us at Worst Damn on Twitter. And it's funny you should mention the food in my mouth, which, yeah, I do have a... I still have a couple straight cashews <laughs> floating <laughs> around there. Because you've seen the, the food dispenser over here at the, no, on the fourth floor. I just heard about this the other day, that we have food dispensers here <laughs> that have, like, candy and nuts in them and stuff. And I was like, why didn't we get a, like, memo that you guys are hoarding up here? Because that's a fourth floor thing. Yeah, well, you guys come down and take our coffee all the time, well, so... You, no, you're saying you and I, okay, I'm here because I have to be here, but I live down on the third floor, no, so I get no, it. No, you're a fourth floor now, Steve. <laughs> Don't try to shirk it off on us. So let me give you this warning. Something we should all know at this point anyway. Is I walked past the uh, food dispenser. It's really. It sounds like a weird thing. It sounds like we're feeding ourselves like animals. But yeah, kind of. Um, it is has a little selection of like different things. I stopped and I got a handful because that's all it is. It like pours in your hand, threw it in my mouth as on my way to the bathroom, and so I walked into the bathroom with a mouthful of food. And I think I would have learned by now that that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Was there an unsavory smell when you walked in, Steve? Is there ever not? <laughs> <laughs> so did your uh, cashews then taste like poop? or? <laughs> Generally, that's kind of how it works. Cause your, your nose is like the gateway to your taste buds, right? That is right? true. So, yeah. yeah, that is true. Here I am, learning lessons, you know, this late in life. Someone's poo was show. a little nutty. Yeah. Yep. So we're talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the uh, NFL playoffs. Mentioned uh, di- talking about Rockies baseball and who may or may not be with the team this year. But we start with our tweet of the week, Beardo, which has uh, been a hot topic all week. Uh, it, I, felt like we should talk about it even though i don't want to talk about it it's not a hot topic i I I mean it's a hot topic only because like people are talking about it it's a hot take hot take yeah there you go i I guess i consider both i consider those words interchangeable the hot take trolls yeah should uh tom brady be with the denver broncos no short answer no yeah (laughs) Yeah, no i think we all agree no well and here's why he's not gonna end up with anybody else is so all right tom brady obviously Hall of Fame career, if there's anything higher than that, that's what he's had. Oh, yeah. Um, you talk about Pat, Peyton Manning in the same breath, um, the way he, he ended his career. I think Tom Brady's this past year has been eerily similar to Peyton Manning's last year outside of Peyton Manning winning the Super Bowl before it was all said and done. And so now we've got Tom Brady one year past that is what we're staring at several years older than Peyton Manning as was, who would even want Tom Brady at this point? I think you. I think there would be teams who would sign up for it. Sure, there would, but it's not a long-term answer for anyone. It's no. seriously a one-year no, rental but, for anyone just to see what could happen. But a team like Tennessee, which is ironic that they're the team that knocked him out, 
Tannehill's going to be a free agent next year. Mariota's going to be a free agent next year. They are moving on from Mariota yeah, he's not either way. Anyway. So either you're going to pay Ryan Tannehill $20 million and he's had a very nice year with them since he took over, or you pay Tom Brady you know, $15, 20000000 million and... You know, see, see, buy a Super Bowl. Maybe I would, I would take, is, I would take Ryan Tannehill all day. Their defense is out of this world. They've got maybe the best running back in the NFL right now, and the one thing they don't have is a quarterback. Now the quarterback doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be great. And Tom Brady's numbers this year weren't great, but I would argue you're upgrading his weapons with Tennessee, and so. The quarterback just has to kind of, I mean, Tom Brady basically put up like Josh Allen stats this year without the rushing, which is kind of crazy. So if if you can get those stats out of him, that's good enough to make the playoffs. And then if you add in Derrick Henry in an amazing defense, you you got a shot. But you're talking about renting a quarterback when you have a quarterback that is legitimately much better than Tom Brady right now. Oh, younger. But is he going to continue to be? Because we've got a sample size that says that he's not much second, better than Tom Brady. It's the second half of the season he's been. I, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a quarterback that has better numbers in the second half of the season. Now, that said, that said, he's also has other numbers you can look That's back at Miami. But it was a totally different team and different system. But it's a, lo- it's a large thing. We're talking a five-year sample size of, of Ryan Tannehill. Granted, he missed games here and there with injury. But the sample size says that he's going to regress a little bit that he is not as good as he was the second half of this season so do you really want to pay him 20 million dollars do you want to give him a nick Foles contract because that's what it's going to take he actually has a better sample size than nick Foles ever did uh yes but the sample size says that he's going to regress if you take the full sample size if you could if you take just the second half of the year yeah you're right and that's why he's gonna get a nick Foles type contract but would you rather pay that for four years or would you rather play Tom Brady for one year? And here's the thing. You're going to be picking late 20s because you're in the second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So would you rather do that for one year? And then if it bombs, you draft a quarterback the year after that. If I if I were the Tennessee Titans, I would take Ryan Tannehill all day. I'd take Tom Brady. Okay. Well, the, the, the reason I bring up this conversation, a lot of people in Denver brought up this conversation. Obviously... Denver has had its quarterback issues. Oh, yeah, back issues. to the Denver part of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, that's how quickly we dismiss that. Yeah. Like, no. yeah. But just why people are talking about this. Uh, the Denver has had its quarterback issues, so a lot of people are just like, well, maybe. I Listen. mean, a lot of media sports people are pressing that. A lot of fans are on the anti-Tom Brady stance. Also, for some reason, people are betting higher that Tom Brady lands with the Denver Broncos than any other team. Sports that, that betting website. Yeah, right? It's, well, what you're betting on is John Elway liking a old a veteran, veteran quarterback. <laughs> right? But, I mean, that's that's what if, – if you're talking about Vegas and trying to get money, which is what they're trying to do, right? They're assigning odds based on what they think America's going to bet on, not what they think is the most likely outcome. True. And America's going to bet on John Elway doing what he's done a couple times already and bringing in a veteran quarterback. And, and part of the argument I'll, – I'll just play devil's advocate – part of that argument as to why people also think that is that in the end-of-the-year press conference with the Broncos, John Elway didn't exactly say Drew Locke was the guy. Now, I believe that he mm, thinks kind Drew Locke did. But not like he didn't just say like we're handing the keys of the franchise to Drew basically. Yeah. He, he said he, he it would it. be uh, it would be hard to imagine a scenario where that didn't happen. Yeah. 
But that was also when Tom Brady wasn't a free agent. <laughs> yeah, but they also got they're they're paying Joe Flacco twenty million plus for the next two years already. Like so, they already got some dead weight at quarterback. They're not going to bring in another dude. If they cut him though, do they still? Have to, I don't. It's a it's a it's, it's a, a player subs- friendly contract, but I can't tell you exactly what the numbers are. But they'd be on the hook for a whole lot of dough if they yeah. cut him. No, what they're what they're lot, hoping but... and praying for is that somebody wants Joe Flacco for absolutely anything. That's pretty much what they're gonna. I mean, what they're gonna have I to do. hope that anybody wants Joe Flacco, for and, they, and they're gonna hope that someone will eat half that salary for the against their cap, and that they only have to have ten million dollars against the cap for a just a loose end player. What yeah. a terrible mistake that was. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. The Joe Flacco experiment was awful. Ugh, which that, is, there is no redeeming value to the Joe Flacco experiment at all. Which is also what scares me about people supporting Tom Brady to the Broncos, because to me, and I had an argument with somebody in this building about it the other day, they said, it'd be, I'd be all for it. He could train Drew Locke. I'm like, no, let Drew Locke, our young guy, have the keys. Yeah, we, and we also, finally have a young quarterback going back to your Tannehill argument. He is far younger than Tom Brady. He went four and one in his last five games. I think we have something there. And Tom Brady has also been famously prickly towards like younger quarterbacks that are underneath him as well. Yeah, like they, he, he he didn't. He was pretty happy when Jimmy Garoppolo got the boot or got traded out of there because that was always like the thing he was. It was almost an insult that they had that they had uh, drafted him. Now he's a couple years older, so maybe that's that has changed. But um, long story short. I would say zero, but I'll say a 1% chance Tom Brady ends up here. And if he does, I, I don't think anyone will be behind it. I'm not sold on Drew Locke, but the Tom Brady idea is pretty much the worst one that you can have. Yes, because, thank you. Because you, you could end up uh, without a quarterback at all, like you did when Peyton Manning retired, even if the one year or two years that he comes here and plays is successful. So I'm I'm just out on the whole plan. Yeah, All right. Well, let's move on. Let's do our real stuff now. Topic one. We got to talk about the playoffs, man. NFL playoffs are fun because, one, the Patriots aren't in it. That is nice. That was terrific. That was was such a fun, like, ending to that game. And for him to end it on a pick six, that cements it. (laughs) When that should have happened, when the the half should have ended that way. I don't know how much you saw that game. But that was a dropped pick six by the Tennessee Titans. And everyone's thinking, like, that is going to bite them. Like, that's going to be the play that burns them. Yep. But instead, they his total redemption, although it looked like they were on their way to win anyway, it was a nice little nail in the coffin. Thank you to the Miami Dolphins for making that happen the week previous. Without yeah. that, they wouldn't have been playing that game. We, they'd be sitting there waiting to probably play the Titans again. In the bye week, yeah. That was, I mean, it was it was fun. I was actually at the Mammoth game. I was hosting a suite with KBPI listeners that night, but we had it on in the game, and it, there was a bad play during the Mammoth game that happened, but it was at an exciting play during that game. We were all cheering, and everybody's just kind of looking over like, what? what is going on? And we're like, oh, uh, New England's getting beat. And they're like, yeah, everybody <laughs> else started cheering. And how about the just overall? Like, every game was pretty fun to watch. We had. No, yeah. it wasn't. Well, oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was brutal. I only caught, I think it was telling Dubs in the hallway briefly, like I leaned down the hall and saw him. I saw like the last half of the fourth quarter and overtime on that one. And I even turned it off um, when they turned it. It was like a minute and a half left in the game yeah. and they gave the ball up and I thought yeah. it was done for them then. And next thing you know, they're going to overtime. Yeah, I thought I thought they were a team of destiny, Dubs. Uh, they gave away that game a whole bunch of times in a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah, I, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Bills fan. Like they they literally gave that game away. They should have had them. 
They should have stepped on their throat early, uh, and they had several different times that they could have taken back control of it, and they just let it walk away. So uh, we are talking about the Bills and the Texans, if you're a new listener and you don't know. I'm a Bills fan. uh, And so I didn't even really get to watch the Patriots game. I was wallowing in my sorrow. By the end of it, I was so drunk that I don't even remember. (laughs) I was in the thought of just like, uh, you know, I'm happy for them looking forward to the Bills fans being uh, the new most annoying fan base <laughs> in the world if they were to like go on and say win the Super Bowl, which I know is just a, a dream right now, but I think that you got something to build on at least. Uh, and Houston, like I can't believe that they are like advancing. Like they are the worst them. team left in the playoffs. We've sure. talked about them a ton of times. Like it is they are just – you have no idea what they are. Week to week, you have, you have no idea if the Broncos are going to come in and blow them out or if they're going to beat the Patriots. You know, like it's just – it's the craziest thing. And part of that is how good Deshaun Watson Without Deshaun be. Watson, that team is not even a playoff team. But at times, he looks awful too. I mean, he looked real bad in that first half. They put up zero yeah. points against the Bills. He looked awful. Let's rack that up to coaching. Like I think if he Maybe. had a better staff around him, like that that team would be a whole lot better. Like Maybe. that, I'm I'm still uh, uh, leaning on that. That coaching staff is just the worst. Like there's and that that's a good reason why. Like if they're all over the place like that, you could put that on the the captain of the ship. Here's the thing: they have enough talent that they can walk into Kansas City and beat Kansas City. And they are, they already have. They've done it. Already this think, year, I think they lost. I think they took them right down to the wire, but lost. I'll have to Google it because yeah, we're the worst yeah, damn sports. I, I know it was a close game. It was definitely a close it. game, but and that's the thing, right? Like you just never. They could put up thirty-five this week, and like granted, the Bills' defense is better than the Chiefs' defense, but you can't go from scoring, you know, nineteen points to scoring thirty-five and expect to win with any kind of consistency. Yes, I, I will tell you, man. Watching, I watched the first half of that Bills game, and it it was fun to watch Josh Allen run for forty two yards on a play, and then come back out like a couple series later and catch a pass for yeah. a touchdown. That was, I mean, that was a blast. When he's I, when he's good, he's really good. I think you have something there. I well, think I think I think Bills fans can hold their head high that that maybe they got a guy. No moral <laughs> victories, God damn it! When we're when we make the playoffs next time, they're not going to be like, well, they haven't won a playoff game since 1995, but last year they got close, <laughs> so that was cool. Like, no, no, that's still going like, to be the story. Gonna but be like, they haven't won a playoff game since 1995. So I'm just saying, I, I think next we, year you have a better chance to win a playoff are, game. Bills fans are in the seat of like no more. more Moral victories. Go start winning. But that's, I mean, that's aside the point. We should be talking about the team that won the game, not the one that won. <laughs> In October, uh, Texans beat the Chiefs 31 24. I don't okay, know so who was played a quarterback, game. what the uh, the deal was there. That might have been something. Uh, when uh, Mahomes was out? Mahomes think? played. No, he had three touchdowns. I was going to say, I think it was before they played the Broncos. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, listen, they can walk into Kansas City and beat them. There you go. You know? So And you just never know what you're going to get from the Texans. So to say that they're the worst team left in the playoffs, I don't know that that's right. Because, like, Minnesota got? is this consistently mediocre mediocre team. There's the other team that's also the maybe the other worst team in the world. Right. Like, in, the, in almost the same way. But they're just, like, consistently mediocre, right? But they're incredibly consistent. And on the flip side, it's Jekyll and Hyde if you score 42 or 10 points as the Houston Texans. So, I don't know. I, I Who do you guys like in that matchup? Do you have a favorite? Oh, I definitely like Kansas City. You like, like, you I mean, Kansas, Kansas City should them? win. Like they, I mean, they're focused. This isn't one of those games in the middle of the season where you can have a slip up. Their defense has improved considerably since October, 
And yeah, I mean, I they, they have Terrell Suggs now, too. It, it was another addition to the team since then. I don't love pointing to teams' playoff history because what they did in 1994. No, no, no. Not playoff history. I'm just saying this whole like season themselves. No, I, okay, I was, got I was it. preferencing my comment, not got it. commenting okay. on yours. I don't like to look back to 1994 because it's got nothing to do with these guys, but they did, they have like not performed great in the playoffs as they, they're currently constituted. Yeah. I mean, people like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey haven't performed well in the playoffs. Tyrant Matthews never been super successful in the playoffs. And then Mahomes, you only have last year, one and one, but that offense was dead uh, against New England. So, uh, you know, I just, I, I need them to come out and really paste the Texans and get me excited to like think that they actually have a shot to win anything. Yeah, I I still like them in this game. It it could be another close game, but I like the Chiefs to walk away with it. Um, and then I got to tell you, on the other side of that bracket, Baltimore and and Tennessee, and mm-hmm. I I tweeted this out uh, last week that either of the wild card teams are a tougher matchup for the for the Ravens than either of the division winners. If Houston was going to Baltimore right now. I would tell you that they're going to get waxed. Yeah, they're going to get smoked. But Tennessee's got the defense to shut them down, I think, a little bit. And it's going to be real interesting, I think, to see the hottest team in the league versus the hottest team in the league. You know what I mean? Like, the Ravens were that team all year and just kind of cruised into the playoffs. The Titans had to become the hottest team in the league even to get there. And now you got this matchup where, I don't know, I I kind of – the Titans are – are getting like 10 points i'll definitely take the titans in 10 you know what i mean right and in the same way that we don't know if mark ingram's gonna play or not at this point they've been kind of uh playing that close to the chest and then um guts edwards and justice hill aren't quite the same thing as, as ingram so as far as a punishing running back so yeah we don't know what's gonna happen with that game i like baltimore in it though well, I mean, for sure, like, yeah, I mean, like for sure, I, like Baltimore. I, dude, I'm I'm like this close to calling the upset. To calling the upset, yeah. Like I really, I for I just, some reason, for as good as that defense is, I just feel like it's so hard to game plan for Lamar Jackson, even without Mark Ingram, because that's the guy that can beat it's you absurd in the running. To game. Watch, it's if you've dumb. watched enough of those games this year, it's someone had a. Um, by the way, he just turned 23. Yeah. Is that right? That's Something amazing. Like that. yeah. So yeah. They, they had a uh, uh, 23 jukes for his 23 birthday, 23rd birthday. Oh. And so it was like a highlight of him just like juking people out all season long. And it's nutso. I mean, these are professional football playing athletes yeah. <laughs> that do this for a living. Open field things where he would just be him and them. And somehow he's beyond them. Well, like, and it's. To kind of go back to the X's and O's of it, honestly, the game plan isn't that difficult. It's executing it. I mean, he puts you in conflict every time he touches the ball. You have to decide if you're going to guard Lamar Jackson, which is going to be a low percentage success rate, or guard whoever he's going to give it to and hope that the rest of your teammates guard Lamar Jackson. And all the rest of the levels beyond that, because he could have the ball be moving laterally, and you don't know if he's always going to turn it up, pitch it to someone else, Toss it to someone right behind you right. or someone like 30 yards down the field. Right. You're constantly in conflict. And it's one of those he who hesitates is lost moments, right? If you take a second to think about what you're going to do, 
Well, he's Lamar Jackson's going to run right around you. If you commit to one of the two of them, he's been really good at. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Deciding to do the other one, and then you're you're burned either way. So it's amaz- that's what's amazing to watch to me is how quickly Lamar can make those decisions to make you pay for either hesitating or not hesitating. It's, yeah. it's crazy. But as we know, in the NFL playoffs, which are my favorite playoffs— Anything can happen is Broncos fans certainly know uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and Baltimore Ravens come to mind. uh, One and done. So Tennessee can walk in there and and give them them the business. I think it's totally possible. How how do we feel about the NFC side of the bracket? I really thought that we had top two for sure teams, but wild card weekend. uh, The Saints getting eliminated was a shocker to me. That was and what he pushed off. I mean, it, I, they, they, they weren't going to call that. <laughs> Come on. They weren't going to call that. But, he, but I mean, they weren't going to call it. And so I, I wasn't expecting anything to change. But when you watch it, like, that's a push off in a regular season game. Put a regular season game, not the game winning play, that's getting called back. I don't think so. That's not getting called back. They're not going to review it. But I would say if a ref sees it, at the right angle in the regular season, they throw the flag, and that's not a touchdown. Listen, you watch it slow-mo, and it always changes, right? But yes. I was, when I watched it real time, I was like, it's not pass interference. Like, is it by the letter of the law pass interference? Probably. Are okay. they going to throw a flag on no, that? No, no. They, way. no nine way. times out of ten, they're not going to throw a flag. Well, five out of ten, they're not going to throw a flag on that. Zero times out of ten, are they going to overturn that yeah, and actually make it just, a penalty? I don't think they can do it. And you're right, Beardo. I mean, that's one of the teams. They could have been sitting at home last week. Yeah. They, they could have mm-hmm. had a bye. And instead, not only do they have to play, but then they get eliminated by the Vikings. I, we have a friend in the building that's a Vikings fan, and he was all down on their chances. And I was like, man, I think you guys match up better than you think. And he's like, no way. It's Drew Brees. I'm like, they have one good receiver. And I think that's what ended up burning them. They just couldn't. They couldn't. It, yeah, Drew Brees looked bad. Yeah, they couldn't generate any kind of passing game. It was kind of amazing, being that it's Drew Brees and that he we're was talking. Sacked about. so many times. Well, and especially like, when you watch them uh, last week or the week before when Michael Thomas was going for the record, they couldn't be stopped. Yeah. You knew they were going to throw it to him almost every time, and they yeah. did, and he caught it almost every time. Um, and this is one of those seasons for the the the, the for the Saints. When they could look back at stupid stuff like losing to the Falcons, like yeah. in the, yeah. late in the season, yeah. they got smoked by the Falcons like late in the season. When I'm sure they looked down at at the time, it's just like, ah, well, on to the next game. But that cost them this round. Yeah, just like uh, the Patriots losing to the Dolphins. And now this Vikings team, who's consistently mediocre, with a consistently mediocre quarterback and a consistently mediocre defense, and maybe a above average running back if he plays, uh, but. They head to San Francisco, where I think the Niners are gettable. They're like, they're I gettable. Think I think if everything's clicking, they got it. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think I don't think anyone in the NFC is I, 
unbeatable. Well, for the Vikings, which is the sixth seed. You know what I mean? I think the Vikings have two better wide receivers than they do cornerbacks over there. I know Richard Sherman gets a lot of attention, but I feel like it's because he talks and not because he plays. Like He's he's good. He's just not great anymore, in my personal opinion. Um, so I think they've got two receivers that can have him. Now they've both been injured all week, so how healthy are they? We don't really know. Which Kirk Cousins are you going to get? Um, and then which San Francisco defensive line are you going to get? That's that's my thing, man. I'm, I'm still games, sold they've, on them, though. They've, yeah. they've completely taken over games. Like yeah. I've watched some of these San Francisco games, like the Green Bay game, right? Like that yeah. was just that was just an exhibition in how good San Francisco's defensive line is. If they play like that, nobody's going to beat them, you know. And so it's 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 interesting because it's a winnable game in San Francisco, but I mean they haven't had a home playoff game in how long? Yeah, I mean, forever. <laughs> watching a team like San Francisco actually gives you hope for the Broncos yeah. as being like, well, you can go from sucking horribly for right. years to all of a sudden being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, I mean, since they made the since San Francisco made the Super Bowl and then Harbaugh left right after that and Kaepernick left and that, since then they haven't had a home playoff game so like almost ten years, nine years, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so they could get into that stadium and it could be wild in there. You know, who knows. I think it's pretty cool. Like all the different matchups that are possible for the Super Bowl at this point are still are, are all fairly unique, and so I'm looking forward to seeing some new blood in the. We, uh, yeah, the Super we Bowl. just don't have the Patriots playing. That's in pretty the Super much Bowl what changes everything, time. or even <laughs> in the second round of the playoffs. It's <laughs> yeah. so good. Well, I and, I, it. and I like the the only matchup that we haven't talked about yet is my favorite matchup of the weekend: Seahawks Packers in Lambeau Field. Like this is, this is yeah. I mean, this is, we're going to take the ball and win the game. Like, who can forget some of the moments between these two teams? They had the fail Mary. Yeah, that was yeah. regular season. But the one that got the actual referees back, like, these teams have had some great games. These quarterbacks have had some great games against each other. And, like, the Seattle might be favored going up there against Green Bay. And how weird is this? So, I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, all the different matchups and like his so NFC, it's going to be Niners and Packers er, and, and Vikings, and then Seattle's playing. Um, who was the number one seed? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, oh, Green Bay! Oh my God! Because they, they just look on like the eye test when you watch that team, they actually don't look any good. But they've just all of a sudden they are like the the one seed. In the the NFC, that's wild. It well, was, they're the two seed. They're the yeah, two they're seed. Two okay, seed. San because, Fran got the because one. both wild card. T- in fact, if but the that Bills, could have flipped entirely if Seattle beat yeah. San Francisco, yes. and they were half a yard away from doing so. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And yeah. so if if the Bills had won, all four wild card teams would have won. But in the NFC, the five and the six seed both win. So Minnesota ends up going to the one seed, which is San Francisco. Seattle goes to uh, Lambeau to face the two seed Packers. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it's just I'm excited to watch the game because I think Seattle's better than the Packers are. I mean, we watched them play San Francisco twice. Both times those games came down to the wire. And then when San Francisco played Green Bay, it was an ass beating. I mean, they gave it to them. Well, it's crazy. Like the the Packers, their their defense was one of those at the start of the season. A lot of people didn't think was going to be very good. Came out and was like great for four weeks, and then kind of disappeared. It really yeah. fell on and even Aaron Rodgers hasn't been the Aaron Rodgers of old. No, he's actually season. been very very mediocre. Yeah. Like he I can I cannot believe he's a pro bowl quarterback for with the season that he's had. Um and then the flip side with their defenses, 
Seattle's defense was one of the worst in the league to yeah. start the season, and they've turned it around. They're not the best in the league by any means, but they're they're certainly not what they were to begin the season. And also, they are just the walking wounded and have been all season. The Seattle Seahawks, like they have no, <laughs> they went Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> they had to go back and re-sign Marshawn because they're too starting running backs are Who's down. played two games. Yeah. And then same thing with uh, Turbin. I don't think he's actually even played any snaps at this point. And then yeah. a dude that nobody even knows. I was going to say, and then the Homer. random practice squad guy. <laughs> Homer, who, yeah. who we were all rooting for on the last <laughs> Sunday night football game of the year. And that was, and once again, came... I I've, I think I've told you earlier this year, I've come around on Russell Wilson. I had the really bad taste in my mouth for so many years for very good reason. He's so good. Because that ass beating. But you cannot deny that Like I just like what he brings to the game when he's not playing the Broncos. And did you also see him after the game on uh, – after the Philly game, I did not. He walked up to Doug Peterson and asked if Carson Wentz was okay. That was like oh. the first thing he did. So it's like, it's hard to hate the guy because he's a good dude and really good player. Yeah, and and good on them for putting the Eagles out of their misery. Oh Oof. my god, what a <laughs> yeah. what a what a gross team that was to it's watch. Not, but it's. Like he was playing with guys who were working with Carson Wentz was playing with guys who were working at fast food restaurants. No, that yeah. team <laughs> wanted to die. Like that team, that was the the, the NFL epitome of when, just like kill me. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so. When you go to Miami and lose to Miami with your playoff season on the line, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yes. and the <laughs> Cowboys who were supposedly firing all cinders could not beat that dump. What, like, was there part of you though during that game that was rooting for Josh McCown? You're like, oh, come absolutely. on, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I thought that would actually be a pretty cool story if he came in and just like lit the world on fire. <laughs> so I mean, he, he moved that offense. Yeah. They, they had a shot at it. But um, so, yeah. And the one thing I'm most excited about this game, playoff games at Lambeau, man, they're saying they might need to shovel off the field. Yeah. Before. yeah. yeah. 20 yes. degrees, a little bit windy. There's going to be snow over the weekend. They don't think it'll snow during the game, but it could be snow on the ground already. And that's what you want to see, right? Like, I do. That's, I want to see it. Man. Football. The and ice bowl. <laughs> Brett Favre's helmets exploding in the whatever. The, I want to see negative twenty. Oh yeah. yeah. And I want to see it snow a foot during the game where we're pe- seeing people hurdle. Right. I want to see Marshawn Lynch <laughs> plowing through the yeah. snow. <laughs> and so if if you have that right, maybe the running team, the team that can run the ball better, wins the game. But you got Aaron Jones on one side, you got Russell Wilson on the other. Even mm. if they don't have running backs, they can still run the football. Yeah. So it's just I'm, that's the game I'm most excited to watch. Uh, is that it? Is that, do we cover all the games right we now? We covered all the games. What we didn't cover was oh. our picks. Okay. Oh, so yeah. It's been a while. We I did our final week of picks. That. I and can't we, even remember what it was. We uh, we stamped that that was going to be the final week because you two had picked enough games uh, apart from each other that uh, it wasn't going to end in a tie. So we decided that it was going to be the last week of picks. Um, in the final week of picks, I went 3-2 and two to give me an overall record of 43-32. and 32. I came in in first place. You two were tied going into the final week at 33-37. and 37. And Beardo, you're starting to uh, get a Peyton Manning reputation here of choking in the big moment. Steve went three ah, and two. I already told you this you was going to happen. Oh, and five. 
I predicted it on when we made our picks. I it's, said this is going to happen. It's not like he went three and two and you went two and three, or even went one and four. You went over on your picks when you. I were told you it was going to happen. <laughs> I told you this was going to happen. It happens every time we do one of these things. I tell you what, man. I was. I'm pretty glad just because I went to. Uh, I've been doing this thing with 24 Hour Fitness and like went to a trainer recently, and we were working on. Like upper body strength things, and I'm just—I would not be able to—I wouldn't even be able to move that bar. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if you will either, but if we're actually doing that thing, it if been, you didn't I know, the probably bet died. is that we are going to put the loser through NFL combine drills and film it, which means Beardo, I you—I mean, three cone drill, bench press. I'd love to do the gauntlet with you, where they throw you know footballs at you from different directions. You got to do it shirtless, like DK Four, Metcalf. Oh, That's not going to happen. <laughs> we, we at least got to put you in some like. Under Armour and tight pants. Uh, 40-yard dash, of course, we're going to film. I mean, this is going to be epic. It's so good. You can do it drunk if you want. That's (laughs) fine. Yeah, you can get drunk if you want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have a spotter for the bar. Like, it'll be okay. (laughs) I don't know. I see. That's the thing is, even if I had a spotter, it wouldn't be able to move it off the cradle. Like, I wouldn't be able to do anything. It'd be be me sweating. I mean, Ah! this, This is the one of all these challenges that I'm, like, not really... Normally, I've been, like... God damn it! I have to do this, but this one I've, I've worked out for as a, a officially say, every day for a year now. Yeah. So wow, I, right. I'm I'm feeling okay about this one. I might not be great, but I'm not gonna yeah, yeah I'm not gonna be out of shape by yeah, any means. That's fine. No, and that's you do cross I, training and you haven't mentioned it once. That's insane. Not cross training. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, not, not cross. Go CrossFit. Like okay, high, right, high intensity yeah. interval training. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's I'm just this is why it was important that I won because I haven't worked out in you know three or four years so me being out <laughs> yeah, there would have been a train wreck <laughs> of epic proportion but my, yeah you're gonna be great I'm you're not a sprinter so my 40 yard dash is gonna be yeah. ugly but everything else, I'm I'm good you that can take your time you can just yeah. uh, have some water in the middle if you need to. <laughs> take a break yeah. stop at 20 yards I'm like hold on t- time we're gonna need a power bar <laughs> yeah. so it's so it's a little bit gonna buy one of those boost oxygen <laughs> things that you can get like before the hikes. <laughs> So it's a little bit chilly right now, but when we have one of those uh, signature 70-degree Colorado winter days, we'll get Beardo out there in some Under Armour and make him run through some NFL drills. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. All right, are we going to rock through just picks just because? Let's do picks. Let's do picks. No no spread. Oh, you want to do picks? Just, we can just do so picks. we can talk about who we think we're going to win. All right, so KC versus Houston, I believe, is your first game of the week. But I have no idea the order, so I'm just going to throw out the games, and you can tell me who you think is going to yeah, win. Yeah, we're the worst. We don't prep for these yeah, things. Yeah, I think everyone's going to pick KC here. Do we have any dissenters? I'm going to pick Houston just because there's nothing like riding on this, and that's <laughs> why I want to win. I actually don't want either one of these teams win because I don't, like, I don't yeah. even like Houston. You haven't started your KC slam campaign yet which is which is odd normally by now you've started saying like i can't have kansas city win a super bowl so no i know i can't because they haven't played yet so i haven't had that opportunity so here we are <laughs> so do you, i just give i would love platform. houston to win i think most people would love houston to win anyway no. just because they are the underdog no no. Why? Give me Kansas oh, City. Oh, you. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> no. Well, it's not even that. It's not even that the Bills lost to Houston. I Patrick Mahomes is one of the great young quarterbacks in this league. And if I get to next week and it's Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes and one of them's oh, going to be in the that Super would Bowl, be cool. I'm going to be happy. Right? Like the No, I want them in, to fester. I want Kansas City <laughs> to have this incredible quarterback that the puts up these major in, numbers every year, but they can't do anything. The league is in desperate need of one of these young stars to get into a Super Bowl and make some signature plays. I mean, Deshaun Watson. 
Yeah, I was going to sure, say, you, you could have that same effect. You could effect. say that about Deshaun Watson, but I don't think they'll beat whoever wins the other game. I don't think Houston makes it all the way there, right? So give me Patrick Mahomes. He's an NFL MVP now, right? And so if I have this year's MVP versus last year's MVP and one of them makes the Super Bowl, I'm game for that. Let's go. So that's why I want okay. Kansas City. Uh, I'm rooting for Houston, but I think Kansas City is going to win. All right. So then we've got uh, it's Tennessee at uh, Baltimore. Well, I'm going to pick Baltimore, but it'd be cool if Tennessee won. Just because I think that's a, a, story, a hilarious story if they were to do anything. Ryan Tannehill, Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> but I'll pick Baltimore all day. Yeah, I think Baltimore is probably looking at that Patriots game going, hmm, we're not going to let that happen to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what? There's nothing riding on. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna call the upset. You're right. Right. Yeah, you're, right. you're close enough. I yeah. called it. I called it last week versus New England. I might as well ride with the Titans. I mean, it's that defense is solid, and God, try to stop Derrick Henry. Like, what are you gonna do? The guy is it's a stupid. mountain. He's seven it's feet tall <laughs> and 500 pounds, and he <laughs> runs a four flat 40. Like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever. He's create a player, right? Like, when you're in Madden and you build a running back, you build Derrick Henry. He was the dude There's, in the helmet on Game of Thrones. Got it. Yeah, He's the right. mountain. He's the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, way, they someone posted, and I can't. And I'm not gonna be able to replicate just by talking about it. But there was a video, and it said replay of Derrick Henry against the Patriots last week, and it was just this big dude in pads playing against like little kids in Pop Warner. Right. He was doing stuff where he'd like take a helmet and push the kid into the ground, like hold him there. And then one was just like a dummy kid and he was like flinging him. Across the- anyway, I don't know. Baltimore great. just has a sour taste in my mouth. I told you, I do want to see Lamar Jackson versus, versus Patrick Mahomes. So if that's what ends up happening, then that's what ends up happening. But let's make it interesting. Give me the Titans. Uh, okay. And then NFC, we've got, uh, let's see. Minnesota versus San Francisco. Anybody want to nut up and take Minnesota? No. No, yeah. yeah I, I, think, I want San Fran. I think we're all on San Fran here. It's a winnable game for Minnesota for me, but I just I, I think we're all three in agreement that I just think Bosa's gonna make Kirk Cousins look like if San crappy Fra- Kirk Cousins. If San Francisco plays to their abilities, they're I mean yeah. they should beat them handily. Yeah. And then uh Green Bay, I told you this is my favorite game of the week. Seattle at Green Bay. Who you got? Seattle. I would like to see Seattle win, but I think this is the end of the line for them. I think they've fought valiantly this Ooh. this like, season, but I think as they're a done. Team overall, like this is the end of their. No, no, no. This is like the end of their the season, season this okay. year because even though Green Bay has been unspectacular, they've won more games and they're playing at home. And I think, I think they're actually kind of similarly. I can't even say that because uh, you know Green Bay has Aaron Jones. It's just been eating people up yeah. this year. So I'm going to take Green Bay. I, I would like to see Seattle win, but I see Green Bay. There's part of me that wants Seattle to win and to go all the way to the Super Bowl, and we get a situation where they have to decide to run or pass on the one-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> With this, this year, Lynch. I think it would be a pretty interesting story if they we, made it to the Super Bowl. We, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get at it a ton of times if anybody actually listens to this podcast. We've <laughs> talked about talking about this before. The one thing that I will forever stand up for that was the right decision throwing the ball in that situation was absolutely the right decision how can you 100 possibly say that 100 we, we still need to have Everybody, our podcast where we pick a 
a popular opinion and say why it's not. I, mean, I can get into it now if you want me to, no. but everybody's just caught on this, this trolling bandwagon of how could you not give it to Lynch, blah, blah, blah. But when you look at the scenario, when you look at the actual situation and what was going on, it made a ton of sense to throw the ball there. And so you'd live with the interception from a MVP caliber quarterback uh, that you expect not to make a bad decision like that. It was it was the right call. <laughs> I just um, want to see him I'm have to make that Seattle, decision. Again. I'm going to take Seattle in Green Bay. I think I think honestly I think the Seahawks are built better for the cold weather than mm. the Packers are. So I'm going to take Seattle. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, rolling on to the next thing, and this is where we... Feel good for a bit. It's where we laid on thick here in the Worst Damn Sports Show period. We talk about something that we came across that made us smile. Uh, and uh, Dubs is going to start yeah, out. I can, sorry, I, you normally pause yeah, yeah. there. My bad. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to start it off because I don't have a super strong one. So I just kind of wanted, like, it's, it's it was a tough week for me this week. <laughs> uh, the Bills got eliminated and in... In like really heart wrenching fashion, uh, overtime playoff game, and there's that void that hits you when football season ends, of like what am what am I supposed to, supposed to do now? I don't really like my Sundays are free, mm. and I don't have the friends that I see every week, and so I wanted to lay it on thick for Girl Scout cookie season. Oh yeah, <laughs> starts now. Not where I thought you were going. With <laughs> no, that. we got 20 days until that starts. I'm we just like saying, three like, weeks. Okay. it's right around the corner, so you can eat your feelings once football season ends and it's also concert announcement season so Mm -hmm. you can think about the warm days coming in the summer where you're going to be at Red Rocks because they're announcing all those Red Rocks shows and the the whole concert, the summer concert lineup getting announced now pre-sales and buying tickets and planning out your summer Um, and so I'm sad and depressed and don't know what to do with myself so I'm going to lay it on thick for things to uh, make myself feel better. How about that? Nice. Uh, I'll I'll jump in next real quick and do because uh, mine's gonna be a short one and it's I'm laying it on thick for Broncos fan attendance, which might be surprising. Like some people were talking about whether it's gonna be very low because of the losing season and blah blah blah. Uh, numbers are in and Broncos are the fourth highest attended uh, games of the year. That and, and that in the only teams that were came in higher than as far as like total again total numbers of fans that attended games would be Dallas Cowboys who have a much larger stadium. Uh, Green Bay Packers. Well, what else are you going to do? Uh, the Jets, who I believe have a larger stadium as well. And... Uh, anyway, is, now, was this won. paid attendance or was it... No, it was paid attendance. It was like ticket Because, um, listen, Broncos fans are always good for buying the tickets, right? Yeah. Like, you know that if that team puts a, a even a worthy product on the field, Denver fans will be there. And you can admire that for sure. But uh, towards the end of the season... There are a lot of no-shows in those seats, so I'm wondering if it's paid attendance instead of butts in seats, maybe? Perhaps it was. Uh, all I had was the, the raw numbers of, okay. uh, of ticket sales, so perhaps that's what it was. Yeah, maybe ticket sales. That's it. Uh, you know, whatever. We're still buying tickets. You're right. Like When it comes to a season 
ticket. Like, if you want to buy that, I don't know how many years the waiting list yeah. is right now, yep. but it's probably a decade. Yeah, and as long as you put, you, I mean, you could put an 8-8 eight and eight team out there on the field, and that stadium will be packed all the way until the end of the season. But you put a, you know, 4-10 and 10 team out there, which is what they were before Drew Locke started playing, yes. and fans are going to get fed up. And so. it certainly helps for the next season that they finished 3-1, and one, and their only loss was to Kansas four City. 4-1, I thought it was. 4-1? 4-1? Uh, Drew Locke went 4-1. Yeah, right? you went 4-1. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, I'm going to lay it on thick for Tom's Diner here oh, yeah. in Denver. In case you missed this story, uh, somebody posted an image from their of their Tom's Diner receipt uh, on Reddit because they got charged 38 cents for a stupid question. I like it. Now, <laughs> if you've never been to Tom's Diner, it, this is one of the funniest things that they've had on their menu for some time. Under sides, it says, stupid question, 38 cents. It's right there on the menu. Yeah, and it's been there forever. And I think this person might be, you know, one of those new people who moved to Colorado and wasn't aware of this. So while some people got outraged by this, it's really just one of the funniest things that you could do because the whole point is to get people to ask, well, what's a stupid question? <laughs> <laughs> and when you ask that, you get charged 38 cents. So good on Tom's Diner for having some fun. Uh, uh, just with their menu and, and tricking people into Listen, one of the most silly things in the world. We can't make fun of people anymore. We can't throw them out of the diner. We can't, you know, talk shit or anything like that. Oh, so they'll throw you this out. Is, yeah. This is the this is the way that we get back at the stupid people. Yeah, we just put it right. It's right. It's in writing. It's right there. How many times for a stupid question? How, how many times did you could you wish that you could just charge somebody for asking dumb questions throughout your day? Well, it turns out Tom Diner has figured out that formula. Right. There's ten seconds of my life. That's a stupid question. Back, well, you just and ordered I'm charging it. Charging you thirty-eight cents for it. <laughs> All right. Second topic. We got to talk about another hot take that's been going around the internet, and it's got a lot of people, well, I think specifically random Twitter guy or even dubs, uh, saying that they would burn Coors Field to the ground if it happens, and that is the potential trade of Nolan Arenado. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I can't. I can't. can't do it. Can't You, you can't handle this? Is that? I mean, I can... Why? Well, like, like, why can't we have nice things? That's how I feel about it, man. It, it it's upsetting. It's very upsetting to even see this floating around in the Twitter sphere as a potential thing. And they're saying it's got like 50 percent chance of happening. Um, Ken Rosenthal, Ken Rosenthal, who is an MLB reporter and is no hack. Like, I mean, the guy is one of the best reporters in baseball. Uh, reported that it's inevitable. Was the what? Word he used. Oh, I missed that Wait, one. Who said this the, again? Ken Rosenthal, who's one of the best reporters in Major League okay. Baseball. I think the last one I saw was the Patrick Saunders report yeah. that said it it was fifty fifty. Well, that that it. So when he said inevitable, he qualified it by saying like that doesn't mean it happens before opening day. It doesn't mean it happens before the deadline. But like it's it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Uh, we had um, I'd sent out the email earlier too. We might have a short interruption. With this, uh, with this podcast, yeah. and I think we're just going to roll with it right now because there's a new movie in town, and I told them they could come in and, and talk about it. It's Underwater, and we'll bring him in right now because Andrea. What's up, Andrea? Yeah, don't have come to keep in. your voice down. We're just going to keep on recording and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, what do you got? <laughs> How you doing? Hello. Yeah, grab that microphone real quick from Beardo so you can tell me what you brought in. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, no one listens to this podcast yeah, it's anyway. It's recorded, so you're fine. Hello, 
brought you some goodies for underwater because All right. it's in theaters today. So it's kind of like a fun, like sci-fi thriller underwater. Um, Christian Stewart. Um, and uh, yeah, so just a fun. So I brought you like did any you? like a survival oh kit if God. you're did underwater. You brought, did you bring him a snorkel? Is a that a snorkel <laughs> mask? Yes. So yeah, we have a snorkel. We've got little gummy sharks. Gummy sharks are fantastic, and especially the underwater phone protector. <gasps> oh, this so, is great. Oh, if you are like miles down, you know, fighting off. You know, scary beings down below. Sure. At least your phone won't get wet. Yeah, <laughs> so. well, and we do so much research for this podcast that he can put his phone in there, and while he's underwater, he can do show prep. Yeah, yeah. just do it constantly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great because T.J. Miller is in this movie too, which obviously he's, he's local. Native, yeah. Yeah, and his parents come to our screenings all the time, so they came to our screening earlier this week. And his dad is so funny; he's just like a proud papa. Like anytime we like do a movie with him in it, he always has to come, and he's always telling us what he's doing. So, but yeah, he's really funny in it. And yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, it's just a fun movie if you want to get scared. Underwater in theaters now. Like today, yeah, today. right there, yeah. awesome, yeah. sweet. I, I, you, yeah. I also want to point out she's a Green Bay Packers fan. She did come prepared for a sports podcast <laughs> oh. with the Green Bay I Packers. Did. I did. <laughs> okay, well, well then, don't tell her, Beardo, that you and I picked against the yeah. Packers. I was don't, the only person to pick that. the Packers. See, I know that's why style. I like yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lambo, you never know what'll happen. You it's, know what I mean? It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a cold weather game, which is super exciting. I can't wait to see the uh, the icy tundra of Lando. Lambeau Field. That's so. right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for uh, dropping off the goodies for us. Yeah. The, the, are the sharks to share? Can these yes. guys have some tool already? <laughs> yes. Right, Y'all can share these. sharks. <laughs> they <laughs> will probably last you a few months because it takes about a day she to eat one. They're so big. Yeah, I got a five-year-old. If she sees this, it's <laughs> yeah. gone today. Awesome. Well, cool. Thanks, thanks guys. guys. Awesome. Thanks. Underwater again in theaters uh, right now, as a matter of fact, yeah. our, our official sponsor for this week. Right. Perfect. Because we don't have one, so it's going to be underwater today. <laughs> so the seamless transition uh, to snorkeling and baseball. Right. Well, I mean, if the Rockies trade Nolan Arenado, they could be underwater. They right? could be uh, sunk. God damn it. Did you miss this? No, I didn't. <laughs> we haven't can done I a leave? podcast for two weeks. I really want to leave now. Can I do that? Safety light stick. Too. I sorry, just looking at the glow sticks. Well. <laughs> yeah. She literally brought goodies. you a snorkel. Did you see the snorkel? Where's the like, snorkel? It's a yes. real. Uh, it's so, like legit. It's a legit. underwater bag. It's a legit what? ass snorkel. Yeah, it's it's real. Oh, pool season just got. Well, just got here. I'm going to go take that out this afternoon. <laughs> Steve's going to have something to distract him during the summer in case the Rockies trade Nolan Arenado. Yeah. Can we get back to that? I guess. <laughs> this is really, solid, you, too. It's glass. Can you can you not tell him trying to avoid talking? About, listen, um, here's, here's, the only, here's the only reason it makes sense. He's got an opt-out after three years. Yep. You must have from him or his agent that he's going to opt out. And so, if you have that, you Whoa. you can't tra- you can't trade him against that opt out, right? Because if if you do, it's gonna you're not gonna get as much for him. And so you have to kind of warn the fans now that three it's, years from now or two years from now. Now it's two years. Last yeah. year was the first year. Um, and, and that was an eight year deal, right? It's an eight year deal with an opt out after the okay. third year. And so. You have to start warning the fans now, like, hey, this is going to happen. And you listen to offers now and at the deadline, and then you make sure it happens 
in next offseason with a year left before the opt-out. So whatever the other team is has to offer you the biggest package that you can get. Um, But for me, if, if he was that certain that he was getting out of here, he wouldn't have signed the deal. So... In, my, in the back of my head, even if his agent says he's going to opt out in two years, I'm going to say back to him, like, we're going to convince him to stay. We want him here. Instead of, hey, I need to warn my fan base that this is going down. Well, I think we've seen over the last couple of years, like, he has a big deal, obviously. But do you think those deals are going to get any cheaper no, over no. the next three or four Absolutely years? Absolutely not. So, no, like, it would be silly to have one of the best players in the game at a, like, a high number contract. But you're not, that's not going to change. That'll feel like a deal two years. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From now, and especially five or six years from now, if he doesn't opt out. The thing is, what what a ridiculous thing to offer an eight year contract with their option to opt out after three years. Well, I mean, that's the only way he would take it. Likely. Yeah. Uh, that said, I, I think. We're all in agreement that that would be silly. Am I wrong with that? To, to trade him? him? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to see that happen. Because what are you going to get that's even close to what he is? You never win that trade. Yeah. If you trade away the best player in the deal, you never win the trade. But um, I don't know. You have to hope that you can put together a package of enough players who are good that are like David Dahl level, right? That it makes it so your team as a whole is better than they were with just the one great player. Um, they need bullpen help. They always will take starting pitching. Um, and with people like McMahon and Dahl and um, <clears throat> being in Coors Field, you know, you can say they're still going to hit. They're still going to score runs. Um I mean, it, it hurts me to talk about it. Like, I'm literally in pain trying to talk about this right now. Let, let, let me ask you this question, Dubs, because you you follow the baseball more closely than I do, just at the league as a whole. Who would even be a potential trade partner for the Rockies if it's, they were to do this? I mean, it's your it's your standard fare, right? Like, it's, it's the Angels, it's the Dodgers, which if they trade them inside the division, you can imagine that being a very large package. Yeah. Um, but he is from Southern California, so that is definitely— it's easy a, for him to go home, Definitely a possibility. He lives there now in the offseason. Hmm. Um, then you got your Yankees, your Red Sox, and your Cardinals are the other th- three big ones who would, would do that and wouldn't blink at the money because of how good he is. Do any of them have players that would work in a— Potential. Like, I, I don't that you know. Would speculate or I don't know farm systems well enough to be able to answer that for you. Um, but those teams all have very young players in the MLB right now who are good and getting better. That okay. would probably be included in a package like that. Um, and then there was talk that like, hey, listen, if you trade Nolan Arenado, you you go sign a guy like Josh Donaldson, who is a third baseman who's available right now, big power bat. Um, you lose a lot on defense, but not. You know he's not a he's not a schlep on defense, but you you lose a lot because it's freaking Nolan Arenado, um, and 
you know, you sign him as a free agent and kind of replace some of that that you lost. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just... <sighs> There's, like, no redeeming quality to, like, trading Nolan Arenado other it, than saving the Montbert's money. The only, No, the redeeming... They, don't you think they try to spend some of that money again just to sign guys? Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you'd have to, but it's, it's just... You, you'd lose so much in, in not only... Attendance, goodwill. I would. Like I would stop around. going. I would be so mad this year. I oh, st- I think I'd a lot. Stop going. I mean, I think a lot of people would take that stance. Well, no, a lot of people went when they were bad, just because it's a fun night out in the summer. Which it, it is. is a fun night out in the summer, but you're not you're not packing them in. You if you lose a thousand people a night. Uh, well, maybe that's not enough to do it, but a couple thousand people a night, that's definitely going to do it. I also just feel like the the Rockies are in that situation that we kind of talked about with the Broncos where they're maybe one or two pieces away from competing again if you keep Nolan. And that's not only just the, the money money, like the, the ticket money coming in and the people buying stuff in there. It's, well, it's the merch money outside of that. It's the sponsorship dollars, which are probably a whole lot more in a lot of ways where people would be shyer to spend that kind of money with the Colorado Rockies. So... Yeah, I, th- I think all of us can agree it'd be a stupid idea, but you're saying it's inevitable, according to... Uh... That was the word that a very well-respected MLB reporter used. Um, and so, and and the only thing, you, you asked for a redeeming quality, and the only thing, like I said before, that could be a redeeming quality is if they know something that we don't. Right, like if they're ahead of the game, they know he's going to opt out. They know he won't take another contract with us. They're a hundred percent certain of that. Then, yeah, if you're going to try to rebuild this team, you've got to figure out a way to make that asset worth something to you because it's heartbreaking when somebody just straight leaves. Right, and like, it's really stupid that we're talking about rebuilding two years from being uh, in the playoffs, and actually one year last year from. Uh, Blah, blah, Buster 90 wins only picking him to go to the World Series yeah yeah and and listen all those pitchers that we talked about Marquez Freeland Gray they're all a year older and like Freeland had a tough year last year doesn't mean he can't bounce back to what he was two years ago you know and so you just wonder like these guys were all kids a couple years ago and we made the playoffs now they're starting to get into their MLB careers even if Nolan did tell you he's going to walk and he's not going to come back. Yeah. Do you take your shot still? Right? You got I think two, so. You got two years yeah, here. Take yeah. your shot. Yeah. And that's that's the, the first thing that came into my head is you put these young guys around him last year and said, hang with us while we grow David Dahl and Ryan McMahon and all Even these Brendan other – Brendan Rodgers. right? One, yeah. Like we grow this young talent. We bring them up. We introduce them to the MLB. And then we're going to take a run at it over these next two years. And so even if Arenado has told you he's walking – Fine. He's under contract for two more years. Take a swing at it. Like you're not not that far. But like I said, it. I mean, it. It is going to. I'm going to be f- mentally and emotionally hurt if they trade him. Well, let's it's hope they can start doing some winning things like stealing signs over the next year or two. Right. <laughs> right. Start doing the things that winning teams do. Right. We've got to change the culture around here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap it up with this. It's the worst damn sports show, period, and that's how we end it with the worst thing we came across one way or another here this week. And uh, I'd like to start it with a question. There is a team out there, a city out there, that actually is the worst year that any city has ever had when it comes to sports, the number of losses that they had this year. And if you had to choose one off the top of your head, what would it be, Dubs? Tampa Bay. What would it be? 
This is this this would be a team that has all four sports teams. All four. Miami. Uh, Miami is a good pick. Yeah. Congratulations to the city of Detroit, which oh, was 226 Detroit. losses in 2019, and that is the worst ever of uh, any city. And that includes actually Chicago. Chicago actually beat them if you consider that they have two baseball teams, and so that was part of it. Yeah, they I was going to say this losses. leans so heavily on baseball, though. Like, do do NFL games count as two? Yeah, but that's <laughs> the only 12 of the 226 games were losses when it came to that. The breakdown was the Tigers lost 114. Hey. <laughs> Uh, the Lions lost 12. The Pistons, and the Red Wings com- Pistons and Red Wings combined to lose 100 in 2019. Yeah, well, the Red Wings can continue to lose that many if they want. Yeah, to. we're fine with that. I'm actually, I could care less about any of these teams, honestly. But Detroit, man, what a sad sack like, yeah, city that is. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel for Detroit. So can one of them be good? Like, like I was like, kind of root for the Lions a little bit. Sure, just to Lions be better. or Tigers, that's fine. You know, and I do, too, just because I have some like, like Lions fan friends. Yeah, me too. But they're they're, they are the saddest sacks when it comes to any type of like fandoms. So they're like, well, what are you going to do? Well, so, and they used to commiserate with me because I do have a couple of <laughs> Lions fans friends too. I, they used to commiserate with me and now it's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, we're not that good yet. And they're like, listen, we don't want to talk You're about improved. it. You're okay. improved. <laughs> You're improved. We don't want to talk about it. So yeah, Detroit, sadly, statistically, you are the worst. All right, so I'm gonna go with my worst is uh, David Gettleman. Oh, he's a, he's <laughs> a, saw that, he's yeah. the general manager of the uh, the New York Giants. They wanted Matt Rule as their head coach, and they missed out on him. They end up selecting, I think it's Joe Judge. Joe who, Judge, who <laughs> is was the Patriots wide receiver coach, and we all know how good the Patriots wide receivers were this year. <laughs> yeah, so I think they're is, at least 30th. Yeah, right. So, And he's also their special teams coordinator. Uh, so they selected Joe Judge. Now listen, we have dragged Gettleman before for decisions that he's made, a la drafting Daniel Jones, which doesn't look like a terrible decision. So mm-hmm. maybe he is better at this than we all are. I'm willing to give that space. However, I'm going to say he's my worst for this. When asked why Joe Judge was the guy, he said, quote, the biggest thing was when he came in here, he said, you've got to run the ball and stop the run, which means that any coach who has ever opened the cliche book of coaches can go and impress David Gettleman by saying, well, we've got to run and stop the run. And that would apparently be the biggest part of the interview to be the head coach of the New York football giants. Come on, man. Well, and what, one of the things he said, too, is like, if you look at like the top teams and they're left right now, they're all like the top running teams in the NFL. When statistically, that's totally wrong. Like he was actually factually wrong with the numbers he was putting out there. But, and, you know, whatever. Keep talking. Everyone will everyone will just like follow. You, you could be a GM, too. OK, well, you had four wins your first season and five wins your second season. So, Progress. well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see neat uh my worst is just gonna be all of the conspiracies around the drones of colorado have you guys been following this story at all it is a little weird it's yeah it's bonkers like it is weird that there's just random drones flying around but man 
you start putting on the tinfoil hat and you get some way out there theories. The one that I saw that makes the most sense is that it could be like the DEA looking for pot growing or drug uh, facilities out there because part of this is flying over my old uh, hometown, which, you know, has been known for meth and pot farms back in the day. So that <laughs> to <farm>. me <laughs> makes <laughs> the most sense. <laughs> but it's just... I, I I want answers. I think everybody wants to know just because out of curiosity now. But, man, the conspiracies have gotten a little out of hand. Let's tone it down a little bit on what's <laughs> just, going on with these drones. I'm just mad you can't shoot them. Yeah, you can't that. legally this shoot is, them down. This is this is trap shooting to me. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. Let's blow one of these things up and figure out where I, it came from. I, look, man, I think they said that because if you go out to like Fort Morgan and those areas, there's nothing else to do out there but hunt. Those that's, dudes would take them all down. With farm meth. Yeah. And, and, I'm, I'm, I'm texting myself meth farm. <laughs> that's a good LOL idea. Look, man, they're, they're, they're out there. You're welcome. <laughs> and that is the worst damn sports show period. Things are hanging out. Continue to do so if you wish on Twitter at Where's Damn. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.